Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, So whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Hala talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well... What better way to test the waters? While you are away, your home could also earn extra income. That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think, and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. Today we're discussing civic duty, car prices rising, and student loan relief. Right, Joel, this is our Friday flight episode where every Friday we talk about some headlines that caught our eye. We talk about how those news stories affect our personal finances. But first, man, we wanted to talk about another podcast that you and I are both fans of. You and I, we both listen to How I Built This, which is another how podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's only natural that we're fans of it. But uh, yeah, it's a great podcast about entrepreneurship hosted by Guy Raz. And recently, they had the founder of Rad Power Bikes on there. It's one that stood out to us specifically because you have owned uh, a bike by Rad Power Bikes. Since 2017, baby. And, uh, and you're waiting on your new one, the fourth edition, Radwagon. Should be coming at the end of the month. Is it? I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, I hope it shows up on time with all these delays that we've seen in, in production. I can't wait to throw my now one-year-old on the back and start spinning around town again. <sighs> it's I, so, I miss having one, So man. freaking fun. Yeah. Did you like that episode? I love the episode. First off, yeah, How I Built This is, is basically a classic podcast at this point. But yeah, I don't listen to every episode, but the ones that catch my eye, I, I, I 
love to listen to. And I, yeah, I just appreciated hearing how uh, the, that company was built in particular because I have an affinity for their bikes. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was a great episode. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. But if anybody is interested in hearing how just like basically the be- biggest direct-to-consumer e-bike company, how it was built, uh, check out that episode for sure. And, yeah. And for me, man, th- okay, there are two things about that episode that stood out to me. One was that the founder's name was Mike Radenbaugh. His name is, is is where the company came from. I didn't know that. I either. didn't know that either. I thought it was just like rad bikes, like like because they're cool. They're you know, so like, cool. They're rad. Super rad. Yeah. I thought he was like a surfer dude or something, and decided to name it Rad Power Bikes. No, but, but it's because the first three letters of his last name is Rad. It's a Rad and Bah. He shortened it to Rad Power Bikes back when he was even in high school when he first started converting mountain bikes to to e bikes. I thought that was super cool. And then another thing, man, like the reason that we are so drawn to electric bikes is because when it comes to us being less reliant on automobiles, on vehicles. We've talked about how electric bikes are the answer because with electric bikes, you can get where you need to go way faster and you can get there without completely sweating through your clothes. And so I think a lot of times for a lot of individuals, that's part of the the concern. Like that's the problem. They're like, well, how am I going to get to where I need to go? Well, e-bikes, man. Like that is the answer. They're more accessible for a lot of people. And then Rad in particular has brought down the price to such a level that they're more accessible price-wise for so many folks. Um, And one of the things they mentioned in the episode is that electric bikes, for people who have medical or health problems, it allows them the ability to exercise, whereas a traditional bike uh, is is a lot more work. And so a lot of people just aren't going to be able to enjoy riding a bike unless it's an e-bike. So yeah, I, I think Rad Power Bikes is great for so many reasons. And really any anything that gets people on two wheels i'm a fan of so yeah that was a a fun episode to see hit my podcatcher the other day (laughs) yeah and so speaking of uh e-bikes and alternatives to you know traditional transportation uh let's talk about our stories and one of them is the fact that used car prices are up man uh if you have a spare car sitting around you'll likely be able to get more money for it now than you could have six months ago so if you listen to our recent you know, episode called No Car, No Problem, that was episode 242, you know that there are all sorts of ways to get around that might be able to save you money. E-bikes uh, included. Exactly, man. And, and so with used car prices skyrocketing, now could be the perfect time to downsize your automobile fleet and put some of that cash in your bank account. Yeah, normally used cars depreciate. It's like uh, almost like the, the a law like gravity. <laughs> that, yeah. that used cars do not go up in price until they hit like 40 years old and then I guess they start to appreciate they're classics. Slightly. Yeah, then they're classics. <laughs> but for the most part, used cars depreciate. It's a law of nature. Uh, but th- we're in an odd cycle right now because of the pandemic and uh, because there was a, a two-month production shutdown of new vehicles basically by all the major manufacturers and it's led to all car prices heading up upwards for the time being. So yeah, take advantage of maybe some of the topsy-turvy effects that COVID has created by ditching your car. Maybe if it's a car you rarely use or you're working from home and you're like, I don't know if I'm ever, ever going to drive it again uh, and get more money for it than you typically would be able to. We're all about ditching that extra vehicle in order to save more money. And now's a great time to make that happen. Yeah. And let's hold ourselves accountable a little bit, Joel. I'm pushing really hard. You guys you guys are still rocking the two cars. And- I love electric vehicles. I love electric bikes. I'm holding on to the leaf, but I really no need problem. to sell it. I'm just saying, I'm kind of putting that out there because I feel like you, like you guys, especially once that e-bike shows up. I feel like you guys are perfect candidates uh, to, to maybe drop in one of those vehicles. We've been a, a one-car family for, I mean, over a decade now. But like, there's times even when I consider us selling our one van. Because <laughs> I think the, it's it's a Honda, right? And so 
like Hondas are really expensive. The minivans they make are nice. And sometimes I feel like it's a little too nice. And I look out in our driveway and I just see dollar signs, right? I, I see an underutilized vehicle that sits there because we don't use it all that often. We're a family of six. So from our perspective, man, I feel like it's a way that we're just being inefficient. I don't like seeing that inefficiency. But then on the other side of the argument, you know, it is really nice to have a vehicle that we can count on when it, you know, when it does come time for us to take a trip to go see family or to go on a vacation. I guess you could rent a car every time, but that sounds like it'd be a big pain. And I think you use it enough. It's not like you use it once a month. I mean, you use it more than that. So, but I don't I feel like lately, sometimes I feel like we're only using it once a week. And if that's often the case, I feel like it would be easy for Kate and I to, if it's one of us going out for us, just to, to call an Uber, hail, hail a Lyft, you know, or like you said, when we are going out of town, just to, just to rent a van. The more I think about it, the more I, I like start to talk myself into reducing expenses because sometimes I'm borderline cheap. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll make you this promise. If you sell your van, I will sell my van. <laughs> you'll, you'll definitely okay? sell We'll do it together. It's like jumping into the cold pool at the same time. As long as we're holding hands. <laughs> right. So we'll give it a shot, man. We'll both wade into those one fewer car waters together. Yeah, sometimes it helps if you have a buddy. Exactly. All right, uh, let's move on. Well, this is not a headline we read this this week, uh, Matt, but this was a, an email that a listener sent in. Listener Andrew uh, wanted to tell us about a promotion that American Express is running on its Blue Cash Preferred card, which is one of your all-time favorite credit cards. I love that card, dude. Yeah, and, and it is great, especially for people who do spend a lot at the grocery store. You get the 6% cash back at the grocery store. Uh, well, this offer right now is called Shop Small, and anytime you spend more than $10 at a qualifying small business, you receive a $5 credit. Uh, you can take advantage of this offer up to 10 times, which means you can get up to $50 back from local small business spending you might already be doing anyway. And most of us are trying in particular really hard to shop locally right now. So it's a great way to get rewarded for doing so. The offer ends September 20th. So you don't have much time left to take advantage of this, but, but it is something worth sharing. And Joel, in the title of this episode, you talked about us performing our civic duty. Dude, it's time to get political. Not really. <laughs> Luckily, we're not going to get too political here, but it is important to vote to take part in the democratic process. This year's uh, presidential election is likely going to bring out some serious crowds. And personally, man, I am not a fan of waiting in line for hours to do anything. It's very inefficient. It, exactly. I hate inefficiency. I've told you that. Uh, so instead, Kate and I, we've requested mail-in ballots. And so we want to encourage folks to do that as well if, if they're likely to not wait in line. If you know there's places you got to be, if you got to get to work, or if you don't have the, the time to spare. Wired, they actually have a, a helpful state-by-state -state guide that can get you pointed in the right direction so you can make the most of your vote as well as your time. And we'll make sure to link to that in our show notes. Okay. Another point on the agenda for civic duty <laughs> is that you need to complete the census and time's running out in order to do that. The deadline was actually abruptly moved up to September 30th. So you actually have less time to fill out the census if you haven't done so. I know people in our neighborhood, they're canvassing and they're knocking on doors and they're asking whether they or not- They have knocked on our door though. They've knocked on mine. Are they? Okay. And they're like, why haven't you filled it out? I'm like, I did, I promise. <laughs> and so yeah, we had that conversation. But if you haven't yet filled out the census, go to my2020census.gov in order to make it happen. And why is that important? Well, according to the Census Bureau, the census provides critical data that lawmakers, business owners, teachers, and many others use to provide daily services, products, and support for you and for your community. I mean, this affects billions of dollars in federal funding, which goes to the, the services that we use the most, like hospitals, fire departments, schools, and roads. Uh, and the census data determines 
where these dollars flow. And so it's important for us to make sure that we're speaking up and, and filling out the census so that the dollars flow to the correct places. And so, yeah, if you haven't done that yet, it's super simple. It doesn't take very much time. My2020census.gov is the place to go. I haven't done it yet, but I will be sure to do that after we record this episode. Yeah, please do. How about that? All right, enough about uh, civic duty. <laughs> let's talk about money. Uh, let's talk about student loans, man. They are officially on hold until December 31st. That means no student loan payments nor any interest is due. And this is great news for borrowers. Uh, last week, you know, we mentioned the payroll tax, which will just delay that tax until next year, which is, I think, pretty lame. But unlike that payroll tax holiday, these student loan non-payments that will go until the end of the year, they're not going to come due in 2021. So if you are in a tough financial position and you could use a break, maybe to beef up your emergency fund or to ensure that you pay your bills, you will certainly want to take advantage of some of that student loan relief. Yeah, if you've lost your job or you've been furloughed, this feels basically like a necessity. Yeah. And then if you're in a decent financial position, it gives you the ability to funnel that money elsewhere, like building up that emergency fund or investing more even right now if you're doing really well. It's also worth noting that this relief doesn't apply to all student loans, just federal student loans, just like it did in the CARES Act. So that's a check mark in favor of uh, federal student loans over private. And Matt and I, we've talked about that before, that before you refinance into a private loan, there's a lot of questions you have to ask. We have more information on our website at how to money.com on that. But as the executive order has been implemented, uh, one of the points of clarification that the Department of Education made was concerning individuals who are participating in the PSLF or Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. It's now clear that these months of non-payments also count towards the requirements for PSLF. Uh, they do count towards those 120 payments that you have to make in order to get that student loan relief at the end of 10 years. And that's great, man. Uh, for, for anybody who is in that program, basically at the end of this year, you will have received close to a full year uh, of credit towards PSLF that you didn't have to pay a dime to get. Yeah, I think a lot of folks who are gunning for PSLF they were, they were afraid you know, a little bit to not make those payments because they didn't want that to disqualify them from the program. And so I think some individuals maybe felt that they had to continue making those payments. But yeah, I love that the Department of Education, they made it perfectly clear that you know these months of non-payment, that they totally count towards that forgiveness. And Joel, on the note of student loans, um, or actually maybe avoiding those student loans, colleges are now offering discounts for the fall semester. Due to large numbers of outbreaks and clusters of COVID spurred on by in-person learning, some colleges that reverse course uh, and have switched to online classes are offering discounts of 10%, some up to 40% on tuition. So while some schools are giving these discounts while they're giving those out, there are other schools that are even offering free tuition altogether. They're, they're going totally pro bono while things are kind of up in the air, while things are in flux. And that's really cool to see, man. Why not get a degree for completely free? <laughs> Yeah, man. Free sounds good to me. And actually, I found it interesting in, in the article that that spoke to the schools that are actually offering free tuition right now. One of them is, is the school that my parents actually went to. Both oh, no parents. way. <laughs> Pacific Lutheran University, man. So, yeah. OPLU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I've been to the campus, visited it with my folks, and it's a good spot. Though I do wonder if they're being affected by the fires, man. It might be kind of smoky out there. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I hope not. But uh, yeah, good school. And I love when schools kind of recognize the need uh, right now. And of course, we're in unprecedented times. So yeah, those discounts are welcomed, especially as you know, traditional learning has given way to something a whole lot more difficult uh, for, for students and for teachers. And of course, you've got personal ties to one of the schools that is offering free tuition. It's like <laughs> in your blood. Yeah. It's nice to read about that and have that 
personal connection. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, we got more to get to, including lumber prices are soaring. That sounds really boring, except for the fact that it actually has a massive impact on the personal finances of a lot of us. We'll get to that and more right after this break. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. They are committed to high ethical standards and even had to pass a rigorous exam before they could become a CFP professional. They offer financial planning and services that take a more comprehensive view of your financial and personal circumstances and are customized for your needs. Certified financial planner professionals can offer advice on a wide range of issues like reviewing your investment portfolio's allocation, handling an inheritance, rolling over a company retirement plan, building education savings, and so much more. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm guessing that a lot of listeners are starting to solidify their summer travel plans. We always like to get the families together, Matt, for a week yeah, at the we beach do. every single summer. We've already got that trip to St. Simon's on the calendar. Pumped for that. But sometimes those vacations get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? That's right. Why let it sit empty when it could be earning extra income? It's the financially smart thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you've got some extra space in your home, or maybe you have an entire house to host. Or maybe you're just going on vacation and your home is sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you have two options. You can let it just sit there empty, or you do some optimizing and make some money off it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Spring cleaning is kind of a, an annual rite of passage. We've all got to do it, minimize the junk that we have in our house. Emily and I, we just cleaned our closets out. It took hours, but it was so worth it. Now we've only got stuff in there that we love, and it's easier to find everything too. And so, you know, while cleaning your closets is helpful, well, there's something else you can do for your family this spring. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius, for example, is a really important part of your financial planning for the year. That's right. Yeah. And here is the thing that's important to remember, because you might be thinking you don't need to check out Policy Genius because you've got a policy through work. But even if you have a life insurance policy through your job, it may not offer you enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance companies, and that means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. 
Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. All right, we're back for the break. And Joel, you mentioned lumber prices. So that probably maybe piqued the interest of some homeowners who are thinking about adding onto their house. But we're going to talk about stuff for renters as well. We're going to get to the eviction ban. But first, let's talk about lumber. All right. So we talked about getting rid of a car because used car prices are high. Should people start ripping off their wood siding in order to sell it because lumber prices are high? It's like, yeah, selling that wood for scrap. It's kind of like when copper prices were sky high and like folks were going around to electrical utility poles and stripping the copper wiring off those poles. It's like the ground like it goes from the you know like the wires all the way down to the ground to make sure people don't get electrocuted i guess uh-huh. that was like a real problem for a while there i haven't heard anything about that recently they were also stealing it off of people's air conditioners which i don't know is worse is it worse to like wake up and have your air conditioning not working or for you know to get electrocuted <laughs> <laughs> probably get electrocuted neither is ideal yeah. but yeah yeah we're not going to encourage either one of those yeah, right but yeah, lumber prices have more than doubled, man, since just the beginning of this year, showing like some similarities to the like the price of Tesla stock, which is <laughs> kind of skyrocketed. But what that means is the price of a new home costs a whole lot more these days because of that as well. Uh, in fact, the cost of building a new home is on average $16,000 more right now because of how much more lumber costs. That's pretty crazy, man. Uh, and we're starting to see builders react accordingly. Some can't find the lumber that they need in order to complete projects that they've bid on and Others are are waiting to start new builds, hoping that the prices will recede in the near future. Yeah, it's crazy to see what's happened with lumber prices and how it impacts so many people and homeowners who are looking to have renovations done in the near future. We're actually planning on building a screen porch off the back of our house. Yeah. And it looks like these inflated lumber prices are going to make that way more expensive right now. So we're trying to decide, do we wait and and hope that lumber prices go down before we hire someone to do the building? Uh, When we were talking with the local builder, he actually mentioned that composite decking is cheaper in many cases right now than going with a traditional wood deck. I've never heard of that being the case before. Composite decking is usually two to three times the price crazy. of putting on a wood deck or a wood porch. And so that's just fascinating how things can change. Something to consider. You know, maybe you guys can get yourself a composite deck that never rots. That you'll <laughs> right. never have to restain. Yeah, it's something that sounds appealing as a it, homeowner. It does. Yeah, it's something that we're, we're thinking through. Do we wait? Do we go composite? I don't know yet. Yeah, it's just crazy to think that, that lumber prices can skyrocket that, that much that quickly and how large of an effect it can have on home builders and, you know, just homeowners alike. Yeah, pretty soon when it comes to like the siding and trim on our houses, maybe it'll all just be made of plastic yeah, <laughs> in, it could in the be. future. I was actually surprised with our home renovation a couple of years ago, how much, I guess, vinyl or fiberglass that they used on the exterior of the home, specifically on trim. Evidently, folks tend to see a lot of rot there, I guess, because of the horizontal surface, you know, with it being a windowsill. But in particular, some of the trim around the house uh, that was closer to the ground, they weren't using wood. They're using some sort of alternate kind of composite material that won't rot. Hmm. Which at first I was like, "What is like? What what is all this? Like, where's the traditional wood?" But then they kind of explained it and kind of made me happy to not have to worry about that rotting out in the future and having it replaced. Yeah, less upkeep for sure. Yeah, that's right, man. And so another story we wanted to cover is life insurance. We want to talk about life insurance because the prices are really low right now, making it a really good time to get that term life policy. Uh, in fact, money.com, they report that life insurance plan prices, they are at 20-year lows. 
So in my book, man, the price is right. And in addition to, to just the cost of it, much of the difficulty of getting life insurance has gone out the window right now. Even more insurers are foregoing medical exams that they used to require. The, the life insurance plans that don't require a health exam, they often charged you higher premiums pre-COVID. But due to the pandemic and the necessity to, to move away from that, insurers have not been raising prices based on these changes. And so that's pretty cool as well. Yeah, it just means it's going to be easier for you to get that life insurance policy. You don't have to have the in-home visit uh, and medical exam, which is often one of the barriers to, to people actually going forward and getting a life insurance yeah. policy. And if you're not sure how to choose the proper life insurance coverage for you, we'll pop an article in the show notes that explains all the factors that you should be considering in addition to where you should be shopping for that life insurance plan. Term life insurance is by far the best choice for pretty much everybody out there. And it's incredibly cheap. If you're young, mostly healthy and like, don't... Like e-bike healthy. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you got to make sure you don't smoke too. That's how you're going to get the yeah. best rate. So if you know you should have a life insurance policy in place, but you've put it off, now is just a great time to finally make it happen to shop and then to to actually take that policy out to protect your loved ones. Or if you're like me and you still haven't gotten that policy in place for your wife, now might be the perfect time to get that plan for your spouse. Yeah, buddy. Make it happen. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm actually a little embarrassed that we don't have that in place yet. Well, now, now's the perfect time, <laughs> it right? It is. Now's the time, man. And we also, man, we wanted to make sure that folks knew that the eviction ban has been extended through December. The CDC made an unprecedented move last week by banning most evictions due to not paying rent. Many states, you know, they have their own eviction moratoriums in place. And so this ban is in addition to those protections for folks who are renting in those specific states. There are qualifications, though, and they're listed out on the declaration form that was issued by the CDC. We'll make sure to link to that in our show notes. But if you do qualify and you meet those requirements and you're looking for a financial break, then you'll need to sign that form. And then all you need to do is actually just give it to your landlord. Yeah. And, and I love that this is happening for people who are hurting and can't pay rent. This keeps them in their homes, at least through the end of the year. And, and who knows you know, what the next step is after this. Part of it depends on how bad the pandemic is as we approach the end of the year and what steps our, our elected officials and different government agencies actually decide to take. At the same time, though, this doesn't mean that people shouldn't be paying their rent. If you can still afford to pay for your housing, you should be doing so right now. This is a measure that calls for a moratorium on evictions, not an outright forgiveness of rent. So while most landlords won't be evicting non-paying tenants to the end of the year, that owed rent will still be due come January 1st and evictions will then be able to resume. So if you're putting it off in hopes that you'll never have to pay it, that's just not going to be the case. And so if you can continue to pay, you should. Yeah. So do continue trying to make your rent. But if you're in a situation where you can no longer make those payments, we would recommend for folks to check out justshelter.org, where you can search for local resources to, to help you out. A lot of those resources will be legal and fair housing related. So that's actually definitely a place where you want to go if you've given that signed declaration form to your landlord and they're ignoring it, you know, if they're attempting to start the eviction process anyway. And in addition to that, some states have set aside millions in rent assistance as well. So so there could be money out there for you if you're in a tough spot. So make sure to check out that website, justshelter.org, and see what resources are available for you in your state. All right, man, that's going to do it for the headlines that we found important this week. But we got some pod business to take care of. Oh, yeah, let's do it. And that's because last week we started a, a Raid Our Bookshelf contest. And we had a ton of reviews and entries from How to Money listeners who wanted to raid our bookshelf and win a set of three books. We had four packages we were giving away of three books from former guests that have been on the show. And so many of you left 
incredibly kind reviews. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for entering. And so, Matt, let's read just a couple of reviews just so people can get a taste of what people are saying about the show. Uh, someone said, since listening to these two besties, we have a clear plan for our money every month. Paid off all our debt and have started investing and saving for our retirement. We now love to have money discussions. <laughs> Which is ridiculous that like they love to actually start talking about money now when you know that wasn't the case before. It's so awesome. It's awesome, right? And that we would not have otherwise had as a couple without feeling some stress and it's all thanks to listening to how to money and i gotta say like those are the kind of reviews that that make me happy if it's like if it's de-stressed money in your life if it's given you a path forward then there's nothing more rewarding than hearing that uh, well yeah we feed off of that energy off of that positive uh momentum you know those positive steps that folks were taking uh there there was one other review too where somebody mentioned i'm not gonna read the whole thing but you know they said if you're sick of listening to dave ramsey blah 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 for hours on end (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which totally cracked me up. But I will say, like, we don't hate on Dave Ramsey. He was actually my my introduction to personal finance and kind of how I got started going down the path of, you know, handling my money well. Like, like that was when I created my first budget. And that actually kind of got me a little nostalgic, like kind of thinking back what life was like back then. And I went back to my first budget back in 2007. And I looked at my budgeted expenses. Dude, $1,100 a month is, is, is what I required uh, in order to survive. And it's not like that was some like crazy far off goal. Like those were my budgeted expenses, but I was only like a hundred over, you know? And so it wasn't like some sort of pie in the sky thing. Like that's just what life was like back then, which is kind of, kind of mind blowing. But, uh, but yeah, all that to say, we love what Dave is saying in regards to, you know, people getting out of debt, but there was also a little more nuance when it comes to personal finance and, you know, the conversations that we have around money, we try to include some of those fine details. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Matt, let's, so let's name the, the four winners who won books this week in the radar bookshelf contest. A little drum roll for you. And yeah, we'll send those out to you uh, in, the, in the next week or so. But yeah, thanks to our list randomizer. Our winners are John T., Tracy Bucci, B. Hogan, and Run Jilly Bean. We'll be contacting you. We'll shoot an email your way. Get your address and send those books on out. Thanks again to everyone for entering and leaving a kind review. Matt and I, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And it's also worth noting too, that you didn't have to leave a new review. Anybody who had previously left a review and just emailed us to let us know that they wanted to be entered into that contest, they were entered in. And so on that note, if you want to go ahead and leave us a review now for the next contest that we're going to run at some undisclosed point in time. But it'll happen again soon. It will happen. Totally. Yeah. You can go ahead and do that now and you can do that at Apple Podcasts. Leave a solid review over there and you can help others to find our podcast and get in on some of that money-saving action. Oh, yeah. All right, Matt, that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.